Welcome to Born to Sell Denver, Season 2, with Sean Modry and Brian Smith. Our guest today is Rudy Alcarez. All right, Rudy, how are you? Really good, thank you, and good morning. Good, very cool. So, Rudy, uh, as always, tell us a little bit about yourself. Absolutely. So, um, you know, like I was born in Mexico, I got here on September of 2003, um, you know, like I've done all kinds of jobs. I was a server bartender. I work on uh, construction. And I decided to start on real estate on 2020, right before the pandemic. So I was introduced to it by my sister, Belen Alcaraz. And she was really, really helpful at the beginning because otherwise I would have done anything. So, you know, like we started kind of like uh, growing our businesses. We went our different ways. But... I, you know, lately I have been doing really good with uh, social media, with my, um, you know, like just just doing things a little different, just throwing my personality on my videos, on my social media, on a radio show, and it seems to be working pretty well. Very cool. Okay. Nice. When, what age did you move here from I Mexico? Was, so I was 17. Two months later, I turned 18. Okay. So it's nice. about 20 years now. Nice. What part of Mexico? The best part of Mexico, Guadalajara. <laughs> <laughs> how was your uh, English when you got here? I knew how to say hello and goodbye. That's it. No? That's it. I mean, I knew how to sing songs from like Limp Bizkit, Corn, all those things, but I didn't know <laughs> what the hell I was saying. So that was the pronunciation there. <laughs> oh, the thoughts going through my mind. Yeah. So tell me the, the thought process and, you know, getting into real estate. You know, you, so you were working kind of like uh, construction and some other kind of, you know, hourly job type stuff. And you said, hey, I'm going to get my real estate license. You know, a funny thing, when um, I was here on 2003, around 2005, 2006, my mom was looking to buy a house. We were actually approached by this guy. Funny fact, he went to jail afterwards. Uh, <laughs> there was a lot of uh, things that was going on um, at the time. So anyways, long story short, uh he stole our earnest money, you know, like we lost money, time, but more than anything, we lost our hope. We're like, there's no way we can buy a house. It's, it's not doable. It's not possible for people like me. So, you know, like that was kind of like at this point, I'm like, I think that's, that's the thing that hurt the most. Now, um, years passed by, I was able to, uh, you know, change a lot of things. And um, about in 2016, one of my friends, I contacted him and I'm like, hey, dude, do you sell houses? He's like, yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm interested. I don't know if I can do it or not, but I'm, I'm open to try it. The process was so simple mm. that, you know, like I was able to make it. I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, this is doable. And, you know, like it was in my mind. I'm like, maybe I want to do this. But at the time I was doing really good on construction. I was a project manager in a refinery. So I was doing pretty good money. But I was going back and forth to Wyoming. So I'm like, mm. I'm like, I'm done. I did that for about three years. And I'm like, screw that. I'm done. So I came back to Denver doing the same kind of job. And at that point, my sister started on real estate. So she had done it for about a year. And, you know, like I had a, a little issue with my job. So I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm ready to switch careers. And that's how I got started to it. Well, you got a lot of family members in real estate because... It's a, it's a family business. Yeah. It is for you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so one of my sisters is uh, an agent. Another one is a lender. And my brother-in-law is a lender. So, I mean, it's we're all in the business. All in the business, yeah. Yes, sir. I'm sure Thanksgiving is a lot of real estate talk. A lot. We try not to, but it's hard. <laughs> yeah, we talk about our transactions, clients, you know, like all kinds of things. Yeah. But. 
So you get your real estate license, and uh, how did you get started? So I got started with my sister. We were working together, and you know, like we love each other deeply, but it was hard to work together. So we decided to kind of like part ways a little bit. We were we we're always kind of like helping each other, but uh, we went our different ways. Um, I decided to get a, a coaching just because we were working with buyers. So I'm like, there's got to be something different about this business. So we started taking a different approach. I got into um, contacting expires for sale by owners, and man, it was a beast. So I got my my dialer, I got a Red X, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm ready. Let's do this. The very first call I made, this guy, out of 10 words, he cost nine. <laughs> so I was like, I just look at the phone. I'm like, what the hell? So I just hung up, and I didn't pick up the phone for like three months. Until I was like, what the hell with that? I'm paying like almost $300 for this service. You know, like I'm doing all these things. So I started doing it on and off. I didn't really see any anything out of it. But I'm like, all right, well, I can do it. So, you know, on and off, I made a few appointments. Nothing really worked. But, you know, like I left my, I left that part of the business. But then people started calling me back. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay. So I started selling expires from like, the, the first one that I did, I talked to them like a year prior to when I sold their house. Oh, by the way, going back a little bit, I forgot. Uh, the first thing I did, and it was my, my sister's idea, it was getting the radio. So I had a little radio show, like about 10, 15 minutes to where, um, you know, like I was, uh, I always started with like a, a positive uh, quote, you know, talk about like, hey, Today's the day where your dreams come. I don't know. I'll come up with a, with a quote. <laughs> and then I talk about the market, what's going on with the market. I promote uh, listings that weren't even mine. So, you know, like just grab people's attention. But I forgot to read these little fine prints. The broadcast was in Greeley, Loveland for Collins. So I was mm. like, oh, shoot. It's about a <laughs> 45 to an hour drive. But at the time, I was like, okay, it's business. So, you know, like I started doing that. I did that for about a year. My first year, I did about... 10 transactions, which half of them was uh, kind of like something that my sister was feeding to me. We were going half and half. So I was like, okay, that was great. She was guiding me through the whole process, so it helped a lot. And then after that, I'm like, okay, well, I got to do this on my own. So I stopped doing the radio for a while. I don't know why I stopped because it was working. That's when I started doing the, the calls. wasn't really working until it did. So, you know, like it was like a overnight success that took about, a year or two. Well, the, the reason, Brian, I wanted to have Rudy on the podcast is if you see him, obviously, those of you that aren't seeing this on video, you know, he's got a branded hat. <laughs> he's got branded bracelets. Um, if you don't follow him on TikTok and Instagram, you've got to follow him. What's your What's your handle? So you can find me as Denver Metro Life, Lifestyle um, or Rudy Alcaraz Realtor. And his videos are hilarious. And so what I think Rudy does a great job that you know we we attempt to teach people is to be memorable right and so can you talk about like that because you said that these expired people are calling you back a year later you know the radio and all that stuff and how important is you know people thinking of you to stand out yeah i I think that's that's the main thing of this business um you know like with my background like being a bartender a server you know like i feel like i was in front of people a lot in customer service so, Dylan, I think if you can handle drunk people, hungry people, 
I'm like, you can handle anything, <laughs> you know, like, and you can do a, a podcast and you yeah. can do a podcast. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. I just, uh, when I talk to people, I, I, I'm, uh, I feel like I have really good energy. I always like to make people laugh. I always start with when somebody asks me, how you doing? I'm like another day in paradise, you know, like just, you said that this morning, different. I think actually when yeah. I asked you that, it's exactly what you said. So, you know, like, and I feel like those little things make an impact. People remember, like, oh, that paradise guy. You know, like, it's something different. Or, yeah, that's what we're thinking. I'm sure. <laughs> well, this one. We're thinking, this one we got to get some of what he's on. One time, this girl's like, where are you? Are you on vacation? I'm like, no, because I just posted on Facebook, oh, another day in paradise. She's like, are you in Cancun? Are you in paradise? I'm like, it's just another beautiful day. You know, like, it's just a fact of um, uh, the matter of making a difference, you know, like standing out. So to your point, I just, I consider myself funny. Um, so I like to do funny things. I like to make people laugh. You know, when I'm on an appointment and I, I throw jokes, like, you know, like if we, you wake up tomorrow and you're like, oh, I don't want Rudy to sell my house because he's bald. Like, it is what it is. You know, like if they don't laugh, I'm like, oh, shoot, I'm, it's, it's going to be a hard one. <laughs> but when they start laughing, I'm like, I almost have them in my pocket. So it's yeah. just about throwing your personality to it. Well, that's important too, right? Because it's one of the most successful transactions or things anybody's ever going to do in their life. And yeah. so it sounds like you have a good way of making them feel comfortable. Exactly. And another thing is it's always being honest. You know, like I, I always, I'd rather people um, hate me for telling them the truth than like me for lying to them. So, and then I bring that, that um, situation that happened to us many years ago where we more than the money and the time, like we lost the hope. So I feel like that connects me a lot with with my people, especially with the Hispanic community, to where they're like, they come in scared. They're like, I don't know, can I do this? Can we trust you? And then you know, like I just kind of like tell them, hey, we come from the same place. I came in, I didn't even know, how, I, I knew how to say hello and goodbye. So you know, like it just it's just a connection there, and and yeah, it just opens up the door. Yeah. Let's talk about your branding because I, I love the hat. I love Thank the you. logo that you have. And uh, every other company in every other industry uh, understands this, understands the impact of branding and marketing. And you have a hat on with your logo. You've got your, your bracelets on. You know, I've seen your marketing stuff. So talk to me about that. Where did you get those ideas? So it all comes from my wife. She is like the, the backbone of the, of the business. Um, we were working on the logo and in my mind, I'm like, all right, well, I want to, I don't want just a regular key or a house. I want something badass. She's like, well, everybody has a key or a house on their logo. So she's like, why don't we do something different, something fresh, something that goes with your personality. And then we were playing with it and we came up with something like this, but it was literally my face. I'm like, I mean, that's not a logo. That's just my face. So she's like, all right, well, let's make it a little more abstract. So we came up with this. The, I, don't, I don't know if you can see it on the, on the hat, but it actually has the Denver skyline on it. Mm. So, I mean, it's something different. It's me. You know, like you can't have it on your shirt and like, oh, it's me. Yeah. Um, sorry, Brian, but <laughs> yeah. you're not. You know, like it's, <laughs> it's, it's something different that brings my personality, but it brings the real estate. It makes me stand out. I've had people that, that I meet for the first time. We're going to go see houses. They're like, Oh, you're the guy. I saw your sign. I was like, oh, shoot. Nice. So, yeah. you know, like people remember it. Yeah. Okay. So you get all this stuff done and now you've got hats, you've got wristbands, you, you know, you've got, I all got your sandals. When I sand, go to the gym. Sandals. 
Yeah. That's awesome. So you really are creating basically a, you know, a real company that has a presence. So that's pretty cool. So the way I see it, I, and, and I used to be that way, you know, like I will work, walk with Armani. Um, I've, I was never big on Louis Vuitton or things like that, but I'm like, screw that. I'm not going to pay 500 bucks for, for being their ambassador. I'm like, might as well just do mine. Mm-hmm. So I love hats. I'm bold. I'm bald. So, you know, like I had to cover my, my head. I'm like, might as well just show my brand. You know, like I, I'd rather show mine than show Nike or Adidas or anything like that. Yeah. And I'm sure you get people who ask you, what is that? You know, so. And, and they ask me, like, can I have one? Of course. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Please do. And tell all your friends too, right? Yes, the yeah. only downside to your brand is you can never shave your beard now. <laughs> That's true. Or mustache, for that matter. Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't have time, but yeah, it's usually it has the little... Little hooks. The little there you hook. go. Yeah. They're there. You got and it. then, so I got to tell you a funny story. So my... Oh, yeah. My... Uh, the back of his hat, it says... Be bold. Make the move. Be bold. Make the move. So the funny thing is, I thought, with my accent, would be in my second language, bold meant like when you don't have hair. But it's actually <laughs> bald. So in my mind, I'm like, oh, be bald. So I used to take my hat off. And then the other day, this, this videographer is like, what do you mean? I was like, oh, I mean, it still kind of makes sense. But that's, that's how it came up, you know? That's uh, the best. That's the best story ever. Yeah. That is very cool. So t- tell me about today then. So you transitioned from you know, working expires and um, now you've got your brand. So what's your team look like today? Like what do you – what do you see where do you see yourself going with that so um funny thing this year is kind of like where everything changed um i was having a conversation with with sean and i was trying to change my my approach you know like i was trying to get to a different market and you know like just expand or change my my reach and then he's like do you know how many people i know that wish they spoke Spanish so they can reach that, mm. that market. And, I mean, I knew it, but it just hit me different. I'm like, what the hell am I doing? You know, like, that's my people, that's my reach, that's my, I mean, 99.9% of my business is Hispanic. So I'm like... And that's a big market. That's actually predicted to be a huge market. Oh, it, right yeah, now, I mean, it's the it, market. That's, yeah. that's <laughs> the market. It's booming. So that's why I decided, um, he was asking me, well, have I been doing before that it actually helped me? So I said, I was working on the radio, you know, like doing all these, these different things. And he's like, why did you stop? So I got to think, I'm like, why did I stop? So I started doing it again. I didn't go as far as Greeley because I feel like I, I'm already pretty well known out there. Um, funny story. I was driving on a, on a little neighborhood where I sold four houses within a span of like six months. And then these kids were like, hey, Rudy. I was like, oh, <laughs> hell yeah. Like, that made me feel really good. So anyways, like, you need a hat. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, like I started doing it again. And so I started the radio. Um, the first week it was just a little effy. I'm like, okay, I'm a little rusty. But leads are coming in. I was, I was doing it through Bold, actually. So it helped me with, you know, like the, the reach, getting back into it, like uh, promote my social media. Um, so going back to your question, how does my team look? So right now I'm a solo agent with a TC looking to hire my, my first assistant. We, we're actually working on it. Um, the first, I feel like from October up to date, I've done the same or more transactions that I did from January all the way to October. 
just because I changed my mindset, I changed my approach, and I started doing something weird to some people, but it has been working really well for me. So every morning and every night, I start doing my affirmations, and I started being grateful. You know, like I put my, my hand on my chest and in my head, and I'm like, I'm a magnet for nice and pleasant people who need to buy and sell their houses. I help them find a fair and favorable contract, guide them through a smooth transaction, and take them take them to a closing table so I can help them reach their goals, provide for my family, and uh, receive their referrals. Mm. This works like magic. Mm. You know, yeah. like it's, I feel like the, the, the highest frequency is being thankful. So it attracts people, it attracts business, and, you know, it just translates to growth growth on my business. I, I heard the best story that it, uh, equates to that uh, uh, regarding affirmations of gratefulness. And uh, the woman said, how many red cars did you see on your drive to the office today? Do, do, can you count how many red cars you saw? Nope. No. Now, if I said for every red car you'll see, I'll give you $100. I'll make up red now, cars. <laughs> now you're going to start paying attention to red cars, right? She says affirmations and gratitude is like thinking about opportunities, when you're giving, when you're thankful for them, and you're making them aware, you're going to see them because you're, you're going to keep an eye out for them. And I thought that was such a great way to reframe affirmations because I think a lot of times affirmations are, you know, this idea like the secret, right? We're going to meditate and things are going right. to fall from the sky, but it's just making it aware that here's the things I'm grateful for, and then you start to pay attention to them. Yeah, and and you know, like sometimes, uh, you know, like you. Uh, I don't know, you put your finger in the door and then it hurts so you can't really use it and then you don't realize how much you use your left hand until you have to put shampoo on your hair or, you know, like comb your hair or things like that. They're like, whoa. So it started being noticing the little things that actually become the big things. Mm. You know, like uh, another thing I do, I, I say five things I, I love about myself and five things I'm grateful for. And, you know, like my perspective just changed. Mm. Now, I have to ask you this. So where did you learn that? So where did you get this idea to do that? Um, so I've, I've always been a big, a firm believer of the law of attraction. Um, but I feel like it's, it's so easy, but it's not simple. Well, it's so simple, but it's not easy to, to implement. Um, but I had a, I had a coach uh, that honestly... <laughs> not trying to talk bad about him, but like the only good thing I, I learned from him was, was this whole, like when you wake up, write down five things you love about yourself, five things you're grateful for. And it literally changed my mindset. You know, like I'm to Sean's uh, point, I was always like, Oh man, there's a lot of traffic. Oh man, mm. these guys are just thinking too long about this house. Oh, you know, like just finding all the wrong things. Yeah. But by focusing on the good things, on my strengths, on, on the things that I, that I like, the things that I'm thankful for, you started to notice those red cars. You started to see the opportunities. The hell with the wrong. I mean, it's, it's going to be there. But if you focus on the good things, on the opportunities, you attract more. So was this a thing that would you say that you were a, uh, naturally a positive person and you became better or were you a negative person and then changed to become positive? No, I think I've, I've always been really positive. One of the things that um, since since I was little, I always remember about my mom is she would always say, whatever you do, be the best. Hmm. 
you want to be a doctor, be the best doctor. You want to play soccer, be the best soccer player. Whatever the hell you want to do, do your best and be the best. So I felt like it always, like she put us, she put that seed on our minds. Mm-hmm. And I, ever since, you know, like since, since I was little, since I can remember, I mean, even when I was, when I was in uh, middle school, I'm like, oh, I'm going to date that girl. Like she's going to be my girl. Like, and it happened, you know, like those little things that I'm like, I believed it and I repeated it and, and I'm like, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Sometimes I, I passed some uh, subjects in school and I'm like, I didn't even study. I'm like, how the hell did I do it? Mm-hmm. It just, it just happened. You know, the thing I think about you is you are so passionate about real estate. You know, uh, there's so many agents that I think they're embarrassed or ashamed to be real estate agents, right? Like they don't want to be, they don't want to actually be the activities that it takes to be successful. You know what I mean by be the activities? Yep. And yet, like I was listening to you on a call before we jumped on the podcast and you were talking to somebody and you said, yeah, the open house on Saturday was slow, but the one on Sunday was better. And you're doing the activities every day. Like you're in here, you're participating, you're not afraid to make the calls. You're not afraid to talk real estate and, and to be, to be a real estate agent. Agreed. And, and, and I think that's the main point of it. I, I believe in what I do. You know, like if I didn't think it was a good, a good thing to do, I'm like, no, don't buy a house. I'm like, yeah. why would I be selling houses? You know, like I do believe on it. I'm a, I'm a homeowner. And I mean, it was a hell of a path for me to become a homeowner. So I know the struggles. I know what goes through their mind. I know. And, uh, and I believe on the process and I believe that I'm actually helping people. I've had friends uh people that become my friends just because of of like they're like dude thank you so much for pushing me thank you for helping me you know like it's um, i'm leaving a legacy to my to my kids i've had people that sold and bought like three or four houses within a spam of like three years three four years i'm like you know like i feel like i'm i'm making an impact and i'm i'm helping my community and more than anything to your point i i do believe in what i do and i i love it yeah absolutely love it Okay, so you so how many years now? This is your This will be my fourth. Fourth year. Uh-huh. Okay. This is your fourth year, okay? And so tell me about your production then. What are we looking at for how many deals you did? So uh, this year I am on track uh to do 26 transactions. Um and last year pretty much double last year. Last year I did 11 or 12. So the first year I did 9. The second year I did 11. Uh, and then the third year I did 12 and then this year I'm, I'm breaking 26. Okay. What was the difference then? So you doubled your business in a market that everybody said sucked. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, number of transactions down 20%. Yeah. Rudy, you're screwing this up. (laughs) Yeah. The market's down. Yeah. So everybody else is sitting there going, Oh my God, what a terrible year that was. And, And you doubled your business. So what did you do? Well, first off, say anybody that said that, I said, thank you. Like, oh, this market sucks. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> like, what do you mean, thank you? Like, through ball, you know, like I was going through, like, they're like, yeah, no, this sucks. You know, I'm getting ready for next year. It's, it's vacation. It's the holiday. So I'm going to start strong in January. I'm like, thank you. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, all the people that you're leaving on the side, I'm getting them because mm-hmm. I'm working. I'm making my calls. I'm making appointments. I'm meeting with people. Am I winning everything? No, but I'm winning more than you because you're not meeting with people. You're not working. You're not making the calls. You're not making the videos. You're not making anything. So, yeah, it's a challenging market, 
but there's less challenge because not a lot of people is working. Yeah. Well, we talked about that a couple of weeks ago at a, a class that I taught about all the barriers that you had to buying a house two, three years ago. You know, you had, you had, um, uh, uh, large down payments, you had competition, you had to offer more than what the house was worth. You didn't get inspection items covered. You had to guarantee appraisals. You had all those things. And like right now, the only thing is what? Rate. Right. Oh, it's yeah. just right. That's the only thing, right, that's keeping people from getting in because you can get in with a lot lower down payment. You usually can get a better price in the house than what the list price is. You don't have the competition. And so I think this is a, an incredible time for people to get in, especially first-time home buyers who were shut out because all the corporations and, and, and big investors were buying all those houses in the past, mm-hmm. right? Right. And so I think anybody who says that the market sucks – doesn't understand what the market is right now. Exactly. And it's and, and that's exactly right. I mean, it's like, don't buy a house if you cannot afford it. You know, like I, I like to, and I like, another thing that I do a little different, I like to be involved through the lending side of it. Because the way I put it is like, okay, while I have five clients, the lender has 30. So it's easier for them to fall through the cracks. So, I, and I want you to understand, I don't make or lose any money through the loan. You know, like if you have your preferred lender, by all means, I can work with anybody. But sometimes they're too technical. They don't they don't get into detail and they're like, all right, this is what you're going to pay and that's it. And a lot of people is like, oh, shoot, I mean, I don't want to pay $3,800. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, yeah, but you don't have to buy a house of $650,000. So what you're looking for, you know, like you don't have to spend that much money, but, you know, trying to find the solutions. And the way I've, I've been saying it is like if, if you can stomach uh, – a little bigger payment for the first six to eight months, I mean, you're in a really good position because you can always refinance. You can always do different things that, you know, like just just trying to personalize it and um, make them understand not every situation is the same. Yeah, You might be in a different situation than Sean, you know, like in, in something that happened to your neighbor doesn't mean it's going to happen to you. So listen to your professional, to the professionals and go, go yeah. that way. I think a lot of people don't understand or haven't really thought about the fact that when rates go down, which they're predicted to go down, you know, many people are throwing out a number of 6% in the next, you know, six months, getting down to 6%. Then all of the problems that we had previously three years ago with low inventory, competition, bidding over price, all those things that I, that I mentioned, all those things are back. Yeah. I mean, I think that there's a, a small window for the next couple months for people to get in who have been shut out in the past. You know what, to take us back a minute, you know, you were talking about agents coming up to you and talking about how bad the market is. And the aha I had is those are likely agents that are trying to survive on their database. And that's not what you're doing, right? Mm. Like how much of your production are you hoping to get from your database and how much is of it is coming from you actively either prospecting or marketing yourself for people you don't know? I mean, the most part is prospecting. That's what I've been doing uh, starting October. When I like put my head down and started working, I, I actually told my wife, and I'm like, you know what? I st- it's not like, not like I'm, I'm an alcoholic, but I'm like, I'm not going to drink. You know, like no partying. I'm just... I'm just going to put my head down. I'm going to work. I'm not going to um, drink. I'm not going to go out. You know, like I'm just going to work my ass off. And from October to December, I'm going to do 10 transactions. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people looked at me like, yeah, right. Good luck. 
And even myself, I'm like, oh, shoot, what did I do? But I'm like, I, I put it in front of my computer and I said 10 transactions. Gave myself a little lack. I'm like, either finish 10, close 10 transactions or at least put them under contract. Yeah. And, you know, like I'm, I'm right there. Yeah, so you're not. You're not surviving on a database. You're building a database. I'm building it, exactly. And I have really good clients. You know, like uh, like I said, more than clients, I've made some really good friends. And a lot of them are sending me business. And the way I see it, and I always tell them, here's the thing. If I do uh, a bad job with you, you know, like if I don't help you do what you're looking for, you're going to tell 10 people that I suck. But if I do a good job and I help you achieve your goals, you're going to tell one person. I'm here to get that one person, and I want to be your real, your realtor for life, for anything that you need, anything that you know, anybody. You know, like I, I even tell them, there's a lot of people that say, yeah, I'm looking to buy a house. Do you know somebody? Yeah, you can give them my car, but better yet, give me their numbers. You know, like you, you kind of like train them to, to be your little ambassadors, and it has been working. You're like, give me the number, and I'll give you a hat. Something like that. <laughs> give you some flip-flops. Yeah. <laughs> You know, that's a very cool hat. Seriously, like we got to get some of those hats. They're good. Huh? You know what we should do is we should get some some uh, born to sell Denver hats. That would be cool. Yeah, yeah. we yeah, we need to like actually it. do the same thing that our clients are, or our, our podcast people yeah. are doing. Yeah, we don't even have a logo. We do oh, have, we a logo. have a we logo. We kind of have a logo. Yeah. yeah, must know that be that. <laughs> it probably not that good. Yeah. <laughs> Sean I, doesn't even remember it. I did make it. Well, I'm the no, guy. I, yeah, you did make it exactly. And I'm I'm on. the I'm the baby in the back. You're the one in the front with your mouth wide open, uh, like basically <laughs> screaming. Yeah, and that's what most of our listeners say. Actually, <laughs> that's what we should do. Is just turn that into a logo. We should. We should. I think that'll be cool. That's and, awesome. All right. So moving forward, then, what are your goals moving forward? What do you want to do in the next year? So I want to double my production. I want to do, at the very least, I, I want this year where I break the 50 transactions, um, grow my business. I want to have my, my first uh, uh, assistant and possibly my first buying, buyer's agent. You know, that like you started growing my, my team. So, yeah, my main goal is to break the 50 transactions and have my, my assistant hired. And are you going to do anything different or are you doing the same things? I feel like I'm actually going to dive into what, what has been working, what made a difference, and then just dive in a little more. So I'm, I'm going to, I feel like my social media helped a lot, my videos, but I got to a point where I got a little too busy to where I stopped a little bit. So that's why I'm, I need the help, the assistance, so I can actually, you know, like it's, and I like it. I love doing my videos. I, I get to try different food. I get to I get a lot of things for have, free as have, well. Have you seen his videos, bro? I saw some of the early ones, but I don't think I've seen you eating any food. Oh, they're getting think. so good. Yeah. They're so good. Restaurants, you know, like I promote more. I feel like more than selling the house, you have to sell the area. You know, like when I, um, when I, when I have a listing uh, um, in Parker, close to restaurants and stuff, okay, well, what's going on in Parker? Um, is this a house for a family? Is this for an investor? Depending on what the, what the buyer looks like, that's where I dive in on the video. You know, like if it's uh, something for a family, well, schools are close by. Here are the activities for kids. I, I'm, a, I'm a father myself. I have a three, four, and 16-year-old. So, you know, like I see the little perspective of everything. Okay, you have teenagers. Here's this. You have little kids. Here's that. You want to go out with a wife. You know, here's this. So just kind of like selling the area as well as the house. I feel like that's, that's been really successful. What does what your 16-year-old think of your videos? He actually loves it. <laughs> 
He hates the fact that everywhere that we go, I bring up the, that I sell houses and I oh, show yeah. them, I give him my QR code. I'm like, yeah, I mean, if you have any questions, please scan this. And he's like, oh, yeah, my, my son gets mad at me for that too. At his graduation, his college graduation this weekend, I was, I was talking to one of his friends. And he's like, dad, you need to stop. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> He, he says that like I'm like you're next yeah and I told him I'm like I mean you wanna keep going to restaurants you wanna keep having clothes I'm like that's what I do dude that's you know right. like and I love doing it so that's awesome okay so doubling your business you're gonna really dive into what you do best hiring a couple people um, so that sounds like it would be a really productive year and this is you're not quite to the end of your fourth year right now. So really to get to probably the end of your fifth year, though, getting to 50 transactions, that's a pretty good start to your career. I mean, there's a lot. Of, I mean, most people don't get to 50 transactions and work 30 years in the business. That's true. Yeah. So yes. so moving forward past that, five years down the road, what is, you know, what does Rudy's real estate empire look like? So my team is a top three team in, in Colorado. Uh, and it's very well known. Now, think, now, hang on. This is interesting how you started this. It's like you've already, this is like an affirmation for you. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you no, off. No, it's, it's okay. But I, I was caught by, by how you actually said that. My team is. Yes. So. And, and and I feel like that's that's the way it works. You know, like when you want to achieve something, you have to achieve it in your mind first. So, yeah, my team is a top three, not top five, because right now my goal is to be a top five agent. But in three to five years, my team is a top three team in Colorado. We do, I don't know. I don't have a number for transactions, to be honest, but uh, it's it's pretty high out there. Uh, and I'm competing with the best. And, yeah, it just it's just a way for me to be able to step out and actually enjoy uh, what I do. You know, I love traveling. I love spending time with my family. I love doing what I do. Um, but, you know, like I want to delegate more. Yeah. Now, do you see yourself bringing uh, the 16-year-old son into the business someday? Maybe I would love to. I don't know if he wants to. <laughs> he tried, but he's like, nah. He's very artistic. Um, so besides real estate, my wife also has a bakery. We've done, and I think I told Sean, we've done some cakes for uh, Russell Wilson, for Sierra, for uh, Sutton, uh, you know, for some of the Nuggets players. Well, you got to give a plug for that. So, so what's the name of the bakery? It's called El Antojo Bakery Shop. And uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's really good. I used to have a six pack. I don't have it anymore. So, <laughs> you know, like it's, it's good. It's good food. And so, uh, like I said, my wife is, is kind of like the backbone of this business. She's got all the, um, uh, the marketing and all those things. And I feel like we make a really good team because she brings ideas. I help execute them and vice versa. So uh, to your point with my kid, yes, I would love to bring him over to the business. But I feel like he's more artistic. So he likes to um, – I think he has a better relationship with my wife than with me. I'm like, dude, you're my son. What the hell? So That's but, funny. That's yeah. me too. My, both my boys are mama boys. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. And, and my daughter, I mean, she's like, she's like my mini me. Yeah. So my wife's like, Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> so we have a couple minutes left. So tell me about, you know, in order for you to achieve those things, like what do you think the key things are that you need to focus on? Um, good question. Uh, just, I mean, honestly, the main thing I feel is my, my assistant just getting the help uh, so I can, use my time wisely uh, so I don't have to focus on the admin side of it. 
um, and then just dive in on, on keep going on the videos, keep going on the prospecting, and you know just keep growing the brand, the name. I, I feel like that's the most important thing. Okay, and so social media wise, like how many followers do you have then that are watching these videos? And I'm assuming is it YouTube or is so, that, that uh, TikTok thing? So it's uh, mostly wow. Insta- show your age there, Brian. <laughs> I don't have is TikTok. It, is funny. it the TikTok? Well, the that, other day on this thing? call that actually they they uh, Keller Williams uh, uh, call they said you know what's the number one downloaded app in the world over the last year and it was TikTok. It was like that's not a shock to anybody other than you. I know four billion or something. Like, I don't remember what the number was, and that's I was like, I don't have number. it. And I, I'll tell you what: if I got off TikTok, I could prospect a lot more. Well, the average <laughs> the average person. Spends twenty three hours a month oh, on TikTok. I spend more than that. Yeah, I know you do. You bring the average up. Yeah, he sends me these videos every once in a while. I'm like, <laughs> I, I don't need this. So you know, you I, did need it. That's why I sent it. Yeah, yeah. So as far as followers, honestly, I I don't think I have enough for what I'm doing. But I mean, it's working. I have. I think I have around twenty five hundred on Instagram. On TikTok, I'm not that big because I kind of agree with you. I don't get into TikTok. I just go in there, upload my stuff, and then get out. Uh-huh. Because I know if I start scrolling, I'm going to be glued to it. Did you hear that? But here's Did you the hear thing. that, Sean? <laughs> yes. It's get so in there, bad. upload your stuff, and get out. I know. I know. I've been good at it in the past. Um, the, the interesting thing, though, is there's a lot of um, people who are just you know, watching and moving on, they're not liking, commenting, and subscribing. The algorithm's putting you in front of them over and over again. So what's interesting is when you talk to people, they go, oh, I watched that video, but they're not even subscribed to you and they didn't like it, right? right. So they're seeing it even though even though they're not, you know, they're not um, committing to... Right, because I've, I've had people reach out to me and they're like, oh yeah, I saw your videos. I'm like, where's my like, dude? Where's my follow? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean... <laughs> I mean, I'm reaching them. That's so. In my mind, yeah. Would I like thousands of followers? Yeah, but do I care? Not really. Well, and I think that's the lesson. There is is for those of you that are listening is to post, 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 post. Don't get hung up on likes, comments, and subscriptions. Right. Mm-hmm. Just continue to post. Somebody seeing it, and you know, even if it's one transaction a year that you're getting, or one, you know, person who's positive about you. Um, that's worth it. My first video, the first one that I did on the areas, he gave me a transaction. So, I mean, it, that paid for the whole thing. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, it's no different than when, when companies advertise on TV. They don't like, you know, call you up and say, did you see our commercial? Right. You know, it's yeah. just you see it. And I think the key is with marketing is it's the repetition, mm. you know, getting out there and, and people seeing the same thing. That's why I think it's important that your logo, I think, is brilliant because You've created something just like Nike did. You see the Nike swoosh, and everybody knows exactly what that is, and that's what your goal is, is for everybody to know what your brand is. Exactly. I keep looking at your logo. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not looking over your head. I'm, you know, yeah, I know. I see. Yeah. Well, so. what, what, what do they say is like uh, the Super Bowl commercial, the, you know, the Coke commercial for the Super Bowl or the Budweiser commercial didn't sell one can of Coke or one can of beer. It just created that name recognition. That's exactly. right. Okay, so what else? Is there anything else that you left out today that you'd like to say or cover that you think is important about Rudy? Um, not really. I mean, just uh, more than anything, be thankful for uh, for the office. Thank you, Sean, for 
literally opening my eyes, you know, like I was trying to look elsewhere when I had everything in front of me. So I owe a lot of my success to to that conversation. I, I really appreciate it. I'm very thankful for my wife, for my family, for for being a part of, of my growth, for believing in me when sometimes I was like, I don't think I can do this. Hmm. And for my kids, um, you know, like, and all my clients, uh, I'm really thankful for, for the opportunity to, to let me be a part of their of their goals. And yeah, I think that's, that's mainly it. Well, we're thankful for you, man. Like you're always, you know, an A player. You're always willing to step up and play hard. And, you know, that's what we want, right? We want to be around those people. Yeah. And I I can't imagine anybody could be in a bad mood around you. (laughs) Although I'm sure people try, you know, uh, but you know, at the same time, they have a hard time. (laughs) Yeah. You have such a positive energy to you. So if anybody wants to find out more information, how can they get in contact with you or how can they see your stuff? Absolutely. Yeah. They can reach me at 720-322-3135. They can always find me on Instagram or Facebook as Denver Metro Lifestyle or TikTok as Rudy, Rudy Alcaraz Realtor. And, and spell Alcaraz. A-L-C-A-R-A-Z. Okay. So that way everybody can find you, look you up. Yes, sir. All right. Rudy, I appreciate your time today coming in. What a great uh, story you have. And um, we're really excited to see what you do moving forward and and helping you get to those goals of being one of the top three. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. All right. Thanks, everybody.